Yep, it's a Jubilee Small Podcast. <laughs> it's Friday, April 2015. Give me a break. It's Friday. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. What's happening? I love listening to my podcast. <laughs> That's for the Southern American version. Is that how they'd say it down there? Podcast. Hey, Southern I got, I got myself a podcast. Oh, well, that was terrible. Nah. Nah, well, I think nah. they do, actually. The man of a thousand voices might have just added, <laughs> it might be the man of a thousand and one. Podcast. Stuart, are you okay? I'm okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> All right. Um, Sarah, who's that uh, weird, uh, oh, it's like, is it Deputy Dog or Huckleberry Hound, I think? Oh. Oh, you there, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. dog that's got the droopy eyes and the big hat and the oh, gun. Oh, you got to love. Don't you love. You, it, take, it takes a while for you to get over somebody's accent, doesn't it? If they've got an accent that's. There's no accent there in the world that I can't do, number one. But no, number <laughs> two, there's not one that I fall in love with. Uh, isn't there? No. People go, oh, the French. Da, 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 da. No. No, there are lots of accents that I fall in love with. I think accents are so amazing. I, I mean, I suppose I'm, I'm quite partial to a South African and I, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't mind having a New Zealander whispered in my ear, but uh, they're the two accents that I find the hardest to listen to. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I was thinking, giving me a look like, Whoa. do you know that the biggest benefactor of this podcast is South Africa? Oh, that's what I had to pull out of it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I thought you were, I legitimately thought for about 30 seconds Diplomatic immunity. Oh, no. See, you I, can't go there. I'm sorry to all of our South Africans. To Africa. all of our South Africans and New Zealanders. That is a terrible New Zealand Get accent. To the I told you, no, I told you the word to practice your New Zealand accent on. Do you remember it? Thick as a brook. No. No, no. Thank you. Fantastic. 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 That I'm not going to keep doing it. Someone's smashing their iPhone as we speak. <laughs> that is um, fantastic. Oh, God. I'm smashing my own. You know, the other day you were talking about Carl Baron, and in fact, you put up a a, uh, mm-hmm. a link on our Facebook page on Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. Earlier in the week, like yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Um, I end up going down a Carl Barron wormhole. Oh, you got to enjoy a bit of Carl Barron on the wall. See, for somebody who doesn't like comedy, actually, this actually occurred to me when I put up that I link. I like comedy. No, you can't stand comedy. I so love comedy. You don't like comedy. So for somebody who doesn't like you comedy, because you've told us those words on this podcast. I don't like podcast. music. No, you don't like music or comedy. You're a lovely guy. Music's but, dead to um, me. Comedy or like. <laughs> but I thought maybe Carl Barron is wouldn't wouldn't you wouldn't great he wouldn't great with you so much because the gags are kind of obvious but deliberate, and he's relaxed the way he delivers them. He's a funny man, you've got to admit. We'll actually address some of that in Feedback Friday after the break because um, <laughs> we'll address some of that in Feedback Friday after the break. We're getting very old media there. But because someone did write in and said they were somewhere at the weekend and there's a reason that, and we'll talk about that later. Yes. Tell you what's not likeable. What? The auction process, Lauren Clark. Now, I, I alluded to something earlier in the week about uh, having uh, my my uh, marriage breaking down uh, because of a mortgage broker <laughs> yes. and uh, our different opinions on them. It and came to that, did it? Well, I said, I'm going to walk if you years. keep defending the finance industry. That's <laughs> we, we pick our fights, I, I, I must say. Sure, sleep with a neighbour, but if you're going to defend the uh, finance industry, I'm out the door. Right. So, uh, big hello to your neighbour this morning. Hello there, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> she got a bit of a surprise. Now, <laughs> yes. What uh, what happened was we engaged. You are you are. This is for listeners who don't know what's going on. You are trying to buy out of Melbourne. You've never bought a house before. 
<laughs> You've never bought anything bigger than like I'll, a donut I'll, I'll, before. I'll, I'll, pretty much. I'll expand on the story even more than that. Okay. About we weren't even thinking about that, but about two and a half, three weeks ago, yeah. we went and visited friends out of town. Right. And we suddenly got the bug. Let's right. just move. Yeah, Let's yeah, get yeah. out of here, man. Nice. Yeah. What's the point? We've got to put down some roots, Let drop the down, anchor, man. stitch up the pants. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, so we just. Being the impulsive sort of kids that we are, yeah, we just started getting the ball rolling. We didn't know. I mean, I, I'm as you know a freelancer. Um, we we didn't even know we had enough money in the bank, which mm. we don't have a whole lot. Yeah, we thought let's just see what we can do. Yeah, we were recommended a uh, to go via the mortgage broker route mm-hmm. because they um, are good for you. <laughs> When you don't know what you're doing. We actually talked about this, didn't we? Because I asked you if broker meant, as it feels like it means, person in between two people. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't speak about that. Yes, we did. I don't remember that. Yes, we did. Anyway. Yes. um, Recommended this person. Yeah. He uh, requested a whole heap of stuff, Mm -hmm. which we provided in full. Yeah. And it turns out that someone didn't have their uh, story straight, i.e. not us, and it botched the process. So this. So uh, he's done something wrong, is what you're saying. I know he's done something wrong as much as probably given us wrong advice, potential, yeah. or he didn't ha- know what he's talking about. So right. it meant that we'd we'd put we'd gone a lot further into a process that we needn't oh, done. I see. And got not got invested into something. Yeah. Uh, that would have culminated in an auction tomorrow. Right. Uh, which is now, uh, I think, in the toilet. Oh. Uh, but bearing a couple of last-minute uh, angels. And uh, the reason I say that is because then I've heard a couple, uh, story and some other stories that, uh, right, yeah, okay. If you had gone with this person, you would have gone... Right. So everything we've, we've got is fine. Like It's not like a, a, a finance issue. It's not like a deposit issue. It's not any other issue. Yeah. It's just that, uh, you know, you want... When you're in this game, oh god! When you're in the game, yes, you want someone hungry. I don't think you want someone semi-retired. Right. You want someone that's playing the game, that's out there, can sniff the money, right, and going in for the kill. Yeah. Turns out it's less kill, more asleep at the wheel. So, <laughs> um, we we may have missed an opportunity, but it's not the end of the uh, it's not the end of the world, right? Or end of the world. Yeah. And, and everything you read about, and finally. This is the thing. Yes. Across last weekend, I was. I thought, well, it looks like I'm going to be bidding at an auction. How terrifying, well, though. Well, that's what I read. Apparently it is. And if you're a first-timer, don't get involved. I'm like, Pfft. Oh, my advice, God. Advice, shm advice. <laughs> so I was just reading tips. Oh, God. And it's interesting. So, And we were having we – basically going Give to head tips. up. Well, we're going to have to play dress-ups tomorrow. Oh, um, really? It was, it's going to be like, uh, what was it? First and hell, the third and love it. Oh, because really? You, because you have to, number one, project <laughs> confidence. Like, oh, I see. So we were, I wasn't going to go as far as put a suit on, which is recommended, but I was going to look snappy. I would have been put... The, How does a Stuart Farrell look snappier well, without a suit? Well, it, I wanted to... Different... Pro- I wanted um, to project casual and cashed up. A different final shirt or... I would have put on a, a good shirt. Perhaps one without pockets on the front. What? Yes. Um, slacks of some... Uh, slacks. Of some concoction that I'd have to dust off from somewhere. <laughs> and perhaps a pair of shoes as opposed to um, funky trainers that uh, <laughs> the kids are wearing. 
Right? Wow. So what you're saying is you're taking you're taking the flannel shirt away and you're taking runners off <laughs> so that you look like Listen, a grown up. And I wasn't going to wear shorts. And right. it would, look, I, I would have looked snappy yet cash. No, what you got to do is you got to look to look like a real billionaire. You have to I look like a billionaire. Okay. But I was going to say, you know, you know when you you see someone and they're in like and they're walking down the street in a tracksuit and you're like that's not a tracksuit. Unless you're wearing a gold that chain. That is. You are a you that cost all that outfit costs you a trillion dollars and you know, you're driving a whatever, mm. but you you know how they you know how there's the way that the rich the uber rich often dress down to try and make themselves to try and fit in. Yeah, well, I'd pretty adorable. I, I would rather look like that rather than looking like the poor guy trying to look rich. And look tip rich. number two. That's kind of where I was going, yeah. No, no, I just want to look neat. Yeah, no, right? no, that's right, yep. But tip number two is, mm. and this I was going to find this a little bit harder uh, considering my coterie of friends, Yes. was uh, if if you don't own an expensive luxury car, yes. um, borrow one. <laughs> so I was going to ring up my friend Budget or Hertz. But why and, is that? And Why what you're supposed that? to do is pull up in the expensive luxury car yeah. outside the auction yeah. and then linger around it going, oh, luxury car, oh, look at my snappy shoes. <laughs> Who are these idiots giving you this advice? Is these that so are, that are you real? look like a bajillionaire? Because what they'll do is they'll jack up the price. They'll try and no, no, it's not pit a- you against other people and rise the price to $4 million. No, no. And I think you're a developer. It doesn't matter what they think. It's not about – you're not competing – against the vendor or the agent. You're competing against everyone else that is there for the auction, whether they're spectating or, or you know, potentially buyers. So what you've got to do is be the confident one. So I then, don't understand then how you're not you project- get, Once the auction's about to start, yeah. you stand close to the auctioneer. Yeah. And <clears throat> now there's two schools of thought. Some people say hang back a bit. Mm. Other people say go in with a bid to start. Right. And so I would have put in a bid. And you don't say the bid is uh, one dollars yeah. That was my opening bid, which yeah. is, which I was pretty much in the ballpark. Right. Uh, I would have. You don't say oh nine hundred and fifty. Right. You have to say nine hundred and fifty thousand. Really? Yes. And that way, and same with increments. If they're going up in ten thousand, you go ten thousand. You go. If it's going from three ninety to four hundred, you go four hundred thousand. And for two Why? reasons. Well, number one, it's just it sounds more confident, and secondly, this is the worst advice. I can't help but think this is terrible secondly, advice. Secondly, it yeah. gets the other bidders or potential bidders thinking about the actual amount of money. So ten thousand dollars isn't a lot of money compared to five hundred thousand dollars, right? Yes. And if you're saying it with confidence, it it, it also projects <laughs> the fact that well, this guy's got empty pockets. You need to basically you need to hire an actor. To go out there. Or be an actor yourself. And I've considered myself you quite do the consider, I know you do. <laughs> this is the funny thing. So when I asked you earlier in the week if mm. I could come and watch <laughs> the auction. No, there would have been no spectators. But as I said, it looks like it's in a toilet. But um, And also, yeah. a very good tip, one, and one I didn't actually consider. I was glad I did the reading. Yeah. Was if it looks like and, – oh, you, and you also keep asking the auctioneer uh, questions like, is the house on the market? Is the house on the market yet? Is it? Are we? On, is the, is the house for sale? Sort of thing. When? Because during an auction, you might be bidding. <laughs> during but, an auction. But you, you're yeah. not even anywhere near um, reserve, so you could be wasting your time. Oh. So if I put a bid in, bid in, bid in, then I go, is the house on the market? Then people go, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. 
<laughs> but what if you, it's what a bad if intimidation. you made what if you made a mess of it and you said, Is the house on the market? And everyone was like, dude, that hasn't been on the market for fifteen minutes. Like No, no, you wouldn't do you know be, what I mean? No, like, no, if what if it you, hasn't been said, but no, because Yes, but what if you missed that or like a <laughs> Oh, you could say sorry. Like did I miss it? Your ear Hang on, did I miss the call? Is the house on the market? Right. Okay, great. Do look at you practicing. You're practicing right now. Right. So, <laughs> and the final tip. No, not five seventy. Five hundred and seventy thousand. Five hundred seventy thousand. <laughs> Is a house on the market? Like my pants. Now, just <laughs> before we finish. This is what you the sort of thing you're going to be saying in your sleep. Oh, Is the oh, house on the market? Like my pants. <laughs> Now, the, the final one, yes. and I'll leave you with this, is oh. always, if it, if it looks like it's going to be passed in, and, and to those out there that have been at Oxford, this is all old hat to you, I know, but I'm a new buck. Right, email in any actual tips, please, yes. Yeah, that would be handy. Yeah. Um, make sure, if it, if it's looks like it's make sure you always have the final bid before it's passed in, because that means you get first right, uh, dibs at it yeah. uh, post-auction to yeah. make an offer. Yeah. Which I thought was... But that just means be the highest bidder. Yeah. yeah. But it, it could mean, oh, it's going to be passing and you just give up and someone goes, oh, well, 201000 Oh, I You see. know, then yeah, that yeah, gives yeah, them yeah. the right to negotiate with the owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the highest bidder at the end of an auction, the passed in uh, auction, or yes. is who gets the final bid. No, you but, get to go inside and have a chat to the owner and stuff. Well, I'd probably bring him back to my sports car <laughs> and we'd loiter around that for a while and <laughs> chat. Like, do you like think my, of my pants? <laughs> Stupid. Feedback for Friday. Stuart. It never fails to impress. It never fails to something or other. It really does something to your DNA. It never fails to disappoint, I'll tell you that much. Stuart, we've got bunches of things. Thank you to everybody for getting in touch this week. As per usual, thank you. As per the usual. We have, first of all though, we do have another... Uh, voicemail that I think Did we should get to. Did you say voicemail? Feedback for voicemail, which I think we should get to just because we promised that we would be playing voicemails and then we got some rather bizarre ones, uh, one of which apparently scared somebody's cat. Oh. Yes. yes. Um, and uh, we, so uh, here we go. Now this is, this is a person, Clayton, who got in touch with us, whose voicemail we played whenever we played them mm. last Friday, I think. Last Friday. This time last week. Um, and he said in it that, hello, I've got something to say, I've got nothing to say, or something along those lines. Here is what we accused him, by the way, and the other person who rang up and recorded their cat mm. terrifyingly meowing into the phone. We accuse both of them of trolling us, quite fairly, I think. Uh, this fair. is what Clayton has to say, Stu. Hey, Stu. Loz, it's Clayton here. Just a quick call to apologise for my uh, poor attempt at humour that has been taken as trolling. Um, it was a poor Costanza reference that I thought Stu might get that uh, was not uh, picked up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll try and make sure that any future correspondence is a little more insightful. Uh, good luck with the freelancing. Bing. And I uh, hear the weather in Boston is rather nice at the moment. Ding. Catch you soon. Bye. What do you make of that, Stuart Farrell? Well, I reckon his apology is noted, not fully accepted, but he's trying. I, lo- I love that he said it was taken as trolling. Like, you know, in Q&A where they take things as a question or, or a statement a or whatever. I'll take that as a troll. <laughs> well, I thought we were quite fair and considering. Well, apparently you've missed a reference. What's with you and you're not <sighs> having a, a I'd Seinfeld... I'd have to listen back. Your Seinfeld database, I thought it was like... Are completely Lauren, untouchable, when, but no, apparently not. Well, it was just so off the wall, both of those calls, that I was more 
thinking about my own protection. It was a little bit of a Dadaist experience, wasn't it, opening the voicemail that week? Yes. Um, Look, Clayton, thank you very much. And, yes, I'm glad to hear the weather's nice in Boston. Ding. Ding. Um, Because uh, it's a lovely place to be at this time of year, Stu Farrell. I would know. As you know, I've been there many times. You went to a student I lived there, actually. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you went to Keggers. Kegs and eggs. Oh, kegs and eggs. Yeah, kegs and eggs. Hey, well, um, thanks for the phone call. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, now, we've had a few other people get in touch, yes. Like what? Like um, well, we've had uh, a <laughs> bit of feedback about... Throw you at the deep end. Yeah, that's it. No, no, we have Ooh, had... A... We've had feedback. We may oh, yeah. have a potential sponsor next week. I have to get back to them. <gasps> Ooh, yes. that's exciting. So that could be good. That uh, is exciting. Do, and and uh, apologies if you... Had... Oh, no, well, you would have heard from me, but uh, we haven't... Locked in, I love yeah. that you're always apologising. There's basically now a segment of this show which is you apologising for not getting back to people about T-shirts. Is that what you were about to do? <coughs> no, and you put up that photo of yourself on Tuesday which generated a bit of interest actually. Uh, it generated but we were there to the sell sort. T-shirts, people, okay? It so generated I... <laughs> nothing of the sort. And this is why we need to put more photographs up of you, Stu. Now, on Monday or Tuesday, you referenced the Italian Easter cake. And you said it was oh, called yes. a cumbarumba, I think, yeah. Yeah, from memory. <laughs> or which, a columbine or a... Okay. Yeah, which was a little more South American uh, than the Italians yes. would appreciate. Yeah. In fact, thank you to Guido, of all people, oh. uh, who got back to us said the Easter Italian cake you referred to is called colomba. And in the in the Italian, the word colomba means dove. And the oh. cake is shaped That's as a right. dove. That's right. It's shaped as a dove. And it's a kind of... Which is interesting because I got it from a neighbour who I th- suspect may have been giving me a peace offering. Or a uh, leftover. And thank you also to <laughs> Lorna who got in contact, Ryu posting up some Carl Barron stuff. Ah, yes. And um, <clears throat> said she was at the a uh, humorous, uh, comedy festival humour exhibition <laughs> last uh, <laughs> Sunday at the Art Centre. And that... Um, the, oh, yes. The, the difference between okay comedians, this is according to Libby Gore. Yeah. Uh, well, that or her boyfriend, actually. Yeah. Said between the difference between okay comedians and the really good ones wasn't their material. Yeah. But their charm. And, of course, as Lorna says, Carl Barron has buckets of charm. Oh, well, that's true. Um, charm. He, he's got a high likability like factor. I'll well, pay that. I reckon that. I reckon on stage that amounts to the same thing. You think? Well, it's funny because charming can sometimes be used as a bit of a well. He's very charming, you know. He he may be the devil, but charming's he's very, a, Adam as Hills. a bat as right. Really, you think Adam Hills would, would is, be described as charming? Isn't he described? Yeah, as but charming? I suppose that's right. So it can it can be something where like what how they present themselves is means they get away with stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a little bit. So you can tell like disgusting jokes, but if you do, yeah, you that's right. in your eye. <laughs> that's nudge, it. nudge. Yeah. And look, I'll, I'll just finally from me, mm. uh, Bob Bob Ahern, who uh, is a regular a, a contactor of us. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> he says, is there any chance that I could join RSVP? Um, Him? Me. And see how many to. kisses I get daily for a week or so. I'm sure he would get the okay from his housemate. As it's all in good fun. That's true, Stuart. You did say that you were interested in online uh, datery. Uh, are I, you look, prepared to do it for us? I think that's a way of describing what I said. But, no, um, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, well, do you want to do it? No. Get yourself a no, profile, no. see how wanna, many kisses you get? I don't, don't want to be judged by the desperate and dateless. So, Whoa. I'm going to have her. <laughs> Hello to all our single listeners. No. 
No, the oh. desperate and dateless. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> Can I say from that? From Mr. Boring Old Married Pants. That's a hard I've been married since I was 18. <laughs> and I'm 107. And <laughs> just a Courtney Barnett song. <laughs> now, uh, just to finish up, <laughs> thank you to all of our. <laughs> thank that you to all of our. Call, um, yes. Our correspondents. Of course, as we say to you each week, mm. we can't read a lot of them out, but we do read every one of them, and they're all much appreciated. How do people get in contact? Uh, they get in contact with us at stupidlybig.com, stupidlybig on Facebook, stupidlybig on Twitter. If you're looking for a picture that we allude to or something, some post that we allude to, I usually go uh, Facebook first because it's easier for me because I remember all my passwords. Mm. Um, uh, so check it out there if you need it. And uh, Stuart Farrell. Lozzy. Will uh, we see you on Monday? Possibly I might be still partying with the celebrations of buying my first house with the loan we didn't get. (laughs) That sounds most unlikely, so I'll see you on Monday. I'll be wearing my pants. (laughs) See you then. Bye-bye.